We like predictability. We like routine. And most importantly, we like certainty. But when paranormal events like these occur, they throw all of that out of the window. Things no longer make sense and we are no longer ever the same. They creep us out and melt our minds. These things, they, they just cannot be. And yet they are. And our perception of reality is changed forever. Ruckus in the Night Russellville, Missouri, USA, 2009 Ken and his wife had five children and they all lived together in a house here. There were a few strange incidents that occurred in their house and each time they got stranger and stranger. Of particular note was a storage room where they had a lot of issues. Maybe one day we can hear more about what they experienced just in that room. We're talking about everything from seeing shadow figures from the corners of their eyes, hearing unexplained noises, and sometimes they swore that they could hear voices coming from that room. However, they were relatively minor incidents. Creepy, but not terrifying. Until one particular night, when this incident occurred, and it changed everything forever in that house. After this, things just got creepier. The family was all asleep late at night, and Ken and his wife were suddenly startled awake by a loud whistling sound in their bedroom. It was an ear-piercing sound, like a tea kettle whistling. Covering his ears for a moment, Ken sat up and looked around the room. But there was nothing around, and they had nothing that would make a noise like that. They jumped out of bed, and they looked around for the source of the whistle. They had no idea what was going on. Confused, they focused their eyes, and they noticed that their bedroom was also filled with smoke. Panic set in, and they thought that the house was on fire. Of course, their first concern was for the safety of their children. Ken thought to himself that they had to get the five children out to safety. Despite the overwhelming noise and the smoke, he leaped across the room towards the bedroom door. The whistling sound was so loud that he and his wife had to yell just that they could have any chance of hearing each other. Ken turned the bedroom light on, hoping that they could see more of what was going on in the house as it was very dark. As soon as he switched the light on, the noise immediately stopped. He looked at his wife in shock, as she also looked back at him stunned. In that awkward moment of sudden silence, as they looked at each other, they then noticed that the smoke that had filled the room started to clear up. It began to dissipate from the air. But it wasn't simply a case of the smoke disappearing. That would have been too straightforward. The smoke started to behave in an odd manner, and Ken's blood ran cold as it watched what it did next. The smoke in the room started to swirl around. It started to form a shape that looked almost like a funnel, and then quickly and silently it disappeared into a point of the floor. Shocked but still worried about their children, they both ran across the house to check on them. They were all safe and sound, and fast asleep. No one other than Ken and his wife had heard that noise that night. Ken said that the whole terrifying event may have lasted no more than two minutes. But it was an event 
burned into his memory. On returning to their bedroom that night, they investigated the area of the floor where the smoke had funneled into, but they could find nothing. No holes, no vents, no fire and no explainable source. Ken decided that he would try to figure out what was on the other side of where the funnel had gone. It was, of course, the storage room I mentioned before that was off to the side of their master bedroom. After this, the incidents relating to that house and the storage room in particular kept occurring. Finally, in 2016, Ken and his family left the house. I would love to hear from you all about your own paranormal experiences. Our email details are at the end of the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Making Friends Atlanta, Georgia, USA Circa 1984 When Tina was about four years old, her family decided to take a trip to her great-aunt's house, which was in Lakewood. Tina and her twin sister were only young and weren't too keen on going, as although they loved their great-aunt, sometimes they would just get bored at the house as there weren't any children there their age to play with. They travelled to their aunt's house by car, and once they arrived, they greeted their aunt and tried to look for something to do. There were some other people there, but they didn't think there were any other kids to play with, so they decided that they would just entertain themselves. As the adults busied themselves with talking and preparing food, the girls were delighted when they met a little boy who was there. Tina remembered him well. He was in clothes that she thought were a bit odd but she didn't think too much of it at the time. He had what she called old-fashioned clothes. He had brown pants and a white shirt, and he was probably about four or five years old with brown hair. But more importantly, he was happy to play with her and her sister, and so they teamed up to play. Tina and her sister had a very fun time, and they ran around and played with the little boy for hours. They ran up and down the hallways, out to the yard, and giggled as they went. Together, the three of them ducked in and out of rooms and explored the house. At one stage, they ran with him around a corner and towards a wall in the house. Not thinking to stop in time, all three of them walked straight through the wall. A second later, the two girls realised what had just happened and stood in the room they had just run into in astonishment. They looked around them, trying to make sense of what had happened and then noticed that the little boy had disappeared. Tina and her sister then tried to go back through the wall and found that they couldn't. It was a solid wall. Very confused by what had just happened, they found their way back out of the room by walking out the door and back around to the main area of the house. Tina and her sister then went looking for the little boy, but they just couldn't find him anywhere. They then decided to ask their great-aunt about the little boy. 
Their aunt asked what they were talking about, and Tina and her sister explained that they had been playing with the boy, and but now they couldn't find him. Their aunt, wide-eyed, told them that there weren't any little boys there. I just wanted to thank you all for being here and supporting this project. You guys are amazing. If you like my work and want to show your support, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com. Just look for SOS Paranormal, or there is a link in the description. Thanks again, guys, and now back to the stories. It took shape. Portland, Oregon, United States, 2007. Fred lived with his mother after his parents had separated. They moved across town to Portland, and he had a good relationship with his mother. Even at the age of four or five, however, he recognised that the relationship the family had with his father was toxic. They had established themselves in a new home and had a comfortable and safe space. One particular day, Fred was laying on the floor of his mother's room. He was playing and chatting away to himself when something caught his eye. He could see something forming on the wall, almost as if an image were taking shape. Soon he could make out what looked like the shadow of a man's face there. For whatever reason, Fred didn't get scared. He did think it was strange, but fear wasn't his first reaction. As he watched, the image of the face slowly took shape. He felt oddly calm, and even a little bit happy, as if he were comfortable with the image forming on the wall. It had a strange sense of familiarity to him, and he waited to see what would happen next. After a second of looking at him, he could see the shadow start to change shape. From a vaguely male face, to a more familiar face with glasses and all. Suddenly, Fred realised that the shadow image was trying to look like his father. However, unlike his real father, this odd shadow did not fill him with dread or fear. Just a calm, happy sensation. Then Fred started to advise the shadow on the wall as to how it could better adjust itself to look even more like his father. He spoke to the shadow and told it things like, The glasses are more square, not round. His hair is like this, not that. And when the figure had done forming, it looked just like his father. In an odd but comfortable silence, Fred stared at the shadow figure, and it seemed to stare back. Then Fred smiled and thanked it, whatever it was, and he lay back down to get some rest. Now, would you have lay down after that experience? If you'd like to submit your own chilling true tale, so that your story might be featured in one of these episodes, contact me on seekersosparanormal at gmail.com. Email details are in the description. Thanks again for joining me. Until next time.